This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. God, I was trying to think of the last concert I went to and it might have been Paul McCartney about 15 years ago. I haven't been to a concert in a long that time. That was the last concert you went to? Well, remember, I was at Capitol for eight years, so I went to concerts every night for yeah. eight years, pretty much. So it gets a little old after a while, i got to be honest with you. But but seeing Paul McCartney play is pretty spectacular. That's pretty spectacular. Um, Maybe we should take you to an Ariana Grande concert. No, you couldn't. No. <laughs> I wouldn't want to take him either. He would None be miserable. Uh, I would. I'd be miserable. What, does Catherine like going to concerts? Oh, you know what? The last concert I went to, actually, I just, uh, I'll back up a little bit. Uh, a couple of years ago, Catherine and I went and saw Tony Bennett. See, I thought she would want to go see Aww. stuff. Oh, God, it was wonderful. He's Matter amazing. Fact, okay, I, we had, I was hanging out with some clients last night at the Twins game, and there were a couple of guys I met, just really, really nice guys, and... <laughs> We were talking about the. Did I ever tell you the Sicilian guy in my neighborhood, the Sicilian father? I walked in the house and he was playing Tony Bennett. Mm-mm. This is a true story. I will never forget it. And again, there was Catholics, blacks, and Jews that, <laughs> that lived in my neighborhood. So I walk in and he's playing Tony Bennett. Now his father is from Sicily. He grew up in Sicily, then moved to America and had the family. So I walk in and here's his Sicilian father standing there and I'm listening to Tony Bennett and I go, oh man, I love Tony Bennett. He goes, what? I said, I love Tony Bennett. He goes, let me tell you something. In this house, it is Antonio de Benedetto. <laughs> you couldn't say his fake name. Oh it had to be God. his Italian. It's his Italian name or get out. That's okay. funny. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, he would have kept his Italian name had he started in the business now. Oh, God, yes. Now, yeah, it's so funny. You don't change your name anymore unless someone has it. That's very true. Antonio de Benedetto. And he, by the way. We lost a couple of good ones this month. We lost him and we lost Bob Barker. What the hell? I know. They're doing a, a tribute to Bob Barker tomorrow. Today's Wednesday. Th- on Thursday, yeah. So you can catch it on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Um, uh, I think it's at 8 p.m. So. There is a big cat rescue uh, place here in Minnesota, and I guess uh, Bob Barker sent them $400,000 to help them out. Wow. That's so Very, cool. cool. Yeah. He's leaving his entire estate to charities. Yeah. Yep. Did he have kids? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't I remember. Don't yeah. So. Yeah. You've never heard him in the news or, you know, Bob Barker's son busted for DUI. Like, you never saw right. any of that. So He was too busy having affairs with the Barker's beauties. You got that right, yeah. sister. <laughs> which led to many sexual harassment cases, which has been swept under the rug. People forget oh, that yeah. part oh, of, yeah. like, the story. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say to Adam Sandler again? Something about. Don't mess with the, me, the, bitch. The price is wrong, bitch. The price is wrong, bitch. Wearing his golf club. Uh, yeah. Oh, you haven't had enough. Yeah. And he goes harder. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Oh, that line. What is he says something like, <laughs> like wrong, you're bitch. the worst golfer I've ever seen, and I've golfed with so and I can't remember who he says, but yeah. Oh, his whole rant is so yeah. funny. It was genius. That. that was geniusly written yeah. because it, it was. Just, yep. Have to hand it to Adam Sandler for making that cameo happen. No, no question. Because I didn't think I was going to like that movie, and I actually really enjoyed it. No, it's I great. Thought it, I thought it was terrific. Adam Sandler um, has his best-rated movie currently on Netflix, and it doesn't star him. I mean, he's a co-star, but it's his daughter, Sunny. You are so not invited to my bar bat mitzvah is on Netflix, and it's the best-reviewed movie of his career. <laughs> Even over, like, Rain Over Me? <laughs> yes. 
Wow. Isn't had, that crazy? You know, I just realized. I didn't realize there were more than about two Jews in the entire state of New Hampshire. Seriously. Adam Sandler's yeah. Jewish. I didn't know yeah. he was Jewish. No, yeah, he lived there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he grew up in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah ran absolutely. into him outside a, of a restaurant. A significant oh, okay. Jewish community in New England. Um, oh, in New England, yes, but not New Hampshire. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people wind up moving to New Hampshire mm-hmm. because you live well, in Massachusetts, and then yeah. they move across the border to New Hampshire. Massachusetts. So I love Massachusetts. I thought you said Massachusetts. <laughs> I thought you said trash Massachusetts, and I was like, that's the same thing. Yeah, interchangeable. Massachusetts. Yeah. I mean, and that that name has been around for decades. When I lived there, I remember them calling it Massachusetts. I only had him on the show one time. Adam Sandler doesn't do a lot of a lot of appearances, that kind of thing. But he was on the show one time. And he really wasn't into it. He tried his best, but you could just tell he didn't want to be there. Yeah. It's one of those kind of deals. So I'm kind of glad he doesn't do him anymore because I do like the guy. I mean, I don't know. I mean, as an actor, I don't know him or anything like that. But uh, I do like his stuff in general. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, when he was on, it's like, oh, God. I, I don't like talking to someone for 10 minutes who doesn't want to be there. I was just going to say, I don't think people realize how hard it is on the person who's conducting the interview oh, yeah. uh, the amount of yep. heavy lifting we have to do yep. um it is it's exhausting uh, it's like you're like i just went out and ran like a 10k that's what it feels like yes. when you yep and i've had to do it where i'm doing a long form interview like 45 minutes and you're just dying out there mm-hmm. yeah um, and sometimes I'll people be like, I loved that interview. And I'm sitting there thinking in my head, that was so challenging. Cause, or they give you like, yes, well, I don't think so. And you're like, just give me a couple sentences, <laughs> yeah. anything. Yep. Rock, I, anything. Yeah, rock bands are the worst. Oh, rock, like sure people who are be. like rock metal guys, they are the worst assholes to deal with. And yep. it's like, listen, get out here and dance for nickels, my friend. You're not making much money. Just be nice. I know. Yeah, you're, you, you sold, listen, you didn't sell out the Target Center. You, you sold out the 7th Street entry at first half okay and you know all i would want people to be is present just be present you don't have to say anything profound you don't need to have like these great answers just be in the conversation Mm -hmm. because you can tell when people are and it's just like fade 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 oh my god come back to me come back it's true all right, she said come back. That means Kristen has to go away. No, I love Kristen. Way to go. Just give her the boot. I bet your cats are just going to smother you all day today. Uh, yeah, I got home late last night, and they were just like <laughs> both right on top of me. It was crazy. but Catherine yeah. leaves Jude for one day. I think he's going to have a heart attack when she comes home. <laughs> he goes berserk. Yeah. It's like, good God. Yeah. He will run upstairs and look out the window, and then he'll run downstairs, move the curtain, and look out the back window because he can't find her, right? And then she Bill comes home. Bill says that about Linus. Yeah, he's like, oh. well, I'm a full-time stay-at-home cat mom, you know? So it's like, yeah. Yeah. they leave for a couple hours, and they're, like, beside themselves. Yeah, they don't like it. No. We will talk to you tomorrow, sister. You bet. Have a good one. Bye, Thanks Kristen. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be right back. Chris Eggert will join us in just a couple of minutes. Thank you to North American Banking Company for being such a great partner of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. I've been banking there for years, and I highly recommend you do the same. North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made here in the Twin Cities. They're not shipped out of state. This helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. They offer the same online and mobile banking operations. The options that we're talking about here, mobile banking options, is other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. 
When North American Banking Company first opened in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers. Where you know you're a banker and they know you. Well, a lot has changed since 1998. This commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has not. There is no shortage of banking options in the Twin Cities. If you're tired of being just a number to your big national bank, be sure to check out North American Banking Company. I've been banking with them for years, even though it is Bilski. Bilski. Find them online at nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com, member FDIC and equal housing lender. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Hi, this is Tommy B. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the Minnesota State Fair. Along with everything you can buy on a stick at the Great Minnesota Sweat Together, you should have some cool incentives with a state fair deal when you purchase an RV from Niemeyer's Albertville location. How's this sound? Receive a free exterior ceramic coat and NanoCure interior treatment. These coatings provide a durable, long-lasting shield against dirt, water, and UV rays, and basically extend the life of your RV to keep it looking newer and lasting longer. It's a $2,000 value, free with purchase if you get an RV from Niemeyer's by September 5th in Albertville only. Plus, great deals on their campers at both Albertville and Elko New Market, now through the end of State Fair. Take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales and see my guys and gals at Niemeyer's and look at what they got at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. Your State Fair deals end on September 5th. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. With Ben Williams, former defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings. Ben, you were in peak health playing football when you went into kidney failure and needed a transplant. An organ donor saved your life. What do you want people to know? That's right, Tom. I found out my life was going to have two paths. Either hooked up to a dialysis machine five days a week, four hours a day for the rest of my life, or receive a kidney transplant. I actually started to lose hope. When I was about to start dialysis, I received a call. My perfect match for a kidney was available. A stranger checked the donor box on their driver's license and saved my life. I actually felt 18 again. Now I want to pay it forward by encouraging others to register. I learned from life source that men register at rates much lower than women. We need more men to check the box at the DMV. When you pass away, that small decision and act can help someone like me. There are 2,300 people in Minnesota like Ben right now waiting for a life-saving transplant. Make your game plan to be a hero. To learn more, visit life-source.org. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, 823, now 23 minutes after 8 o'clock. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. 
As a matter of fact, Chris Agard is with us. Uh, he's at the State Fair. I'm, I'm assuming you're at the State Fair. I saw you there this morning. Yes, sir. I'm at the State Fair. It's how life should be, man. You should always be at the State Fair because you just you shine out there. There's no question about it. The, the State Fair's. I'm always in the State Fair in my mind. Uh, <laughs> well, that's state great. State Fair, hear. state of mind. State yep, Fair, state, state, fair, state of mind. That'd mm. be a good song, actually. A State Fair, that state would. of mind. Hey, oh, look, look. Ah, I'm gonna get the uh, right now the trademark. <laughs> Is that you typing? <laughs> you got it done. Yep, done. Boom. See if the are... domain's open on the internet. Let's buy it. I'm on it. So, Mr. Eggert, what's the latest out at the fair? Everything going well? It's quite chilly at the fair today, actually, which is pretty odd. 61. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's super nice. What's happening at the fair today? Uh, we're doing Zumba. I told Rudy that. Very exciting. There's some Zumba happening at the fair today. Are you doing it? Uh-huh. Oh, and nice. Are doing it. Yeah, there's like a Zumba, like this lady comes out and she does Zumba for the crowd which is quite entertaining because you got like, you know, 100, 250 people all sitting there doing Zumba. Okay, so... (laughs) It's the most awkward thing in the world to me, so it's very funny to watch. I've done a handful of Zumba classes, and can I give you some advice to not piss off your Zumba co-stars? Yeah, don't overshine them. I mean, it's going to be hard for me. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Like, stick, even if you don't know the move, move with the crowd like don't since you don't have like the hand movement or the foot movement don't just like stop what you're doing when you get you know whatever keep moving with the crowd because you don't want to mess up the person next to you oh gotcha 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 yeah individually individuality is not appreciated in this sport is that what you're saying correct like if you if you're finding yourself having trouble still just kind of go to the right go to the left yeah keep the keep it keep it kosher there noted Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, I have a big question. What the hell is Zumba? Zumba! Uh, it sounds like Brittany's the best equipped to answer that. I'll just do it for you. So you just, like, do, it's like line dancing, but it, they have, like, like kind of a Latin twist to it. It's like exercise, dancing. It's fun. Gee, how did I ever avoid that? I don't, uh, shocked that you don't have <laughs> yeah. Zumba Trust attire. <laughs> I went uh, almost 50 years of my life avoiding it, but we had a Zumba. <laughs> we had a Zumba segment a couple months ago, and uh, it was ended up being quite entertaining for people. I guess. Well, that's good. We were dancing, and I, like I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if I can express to you my deep hatred for line dancing or anything yes. associated with it. Yep. It. It is the most uncomfortable, like, when people do that at a wedding dance, or, like, it makes me physically ill. I'm so uncomfortable with it. Um, so the Zumba thing's right in that same wheelhouse, right? So I guess I overcame a fear by doing it, maybe. All right. Something. How about, like, in dancing in general, Chris, would you hit the dance floor, like, at a wedding? No. Okay. So, I, like, that's I think the last time I danced at a wedding was probably my own, which would be like 22 years ago. Listen, when you're tall and white and uncoordinated and now with only one leg, the last place you want to be is on the dance floor. Respect. Tom, are you a dancer? No. <laughs> Did Catherine ever, like, she ever talk you into doing like a ballroom dancing thing or anything? No, I mean, I've danced with my wife, but I, you have to remember, I was in a band from the time I was 11 years old, so I, I was playing in the band. I wasn't dancing. Yeah, no, that's true. There's a big difference there, so yeah. 
Uh, I did have a ball. Justin Stewart, we danced at the Chicks, and there was something about it. Like, you just feel so funny. And then the next morning, uh, I, we had to be at the State Fair for the broadcast, and Je we were playing the Chicks and, and Go-Go, and me and my mom were dancing. And my mom, Justin comes up from the basement, and he has his cow. He goes, why did I bring this? He finds his cowboy hat, and he starts doing that, like, hunched over kind of dance, you know, like that those line dancers do. It was hot. Yeah. It was sexy. I was like, well, wow, look I at you guys. Hey, I'm not whatever your kink is. I'm that's fine. Yeah, great. Uh, what do you mean hunched over dancing? Like do they mean? do that like bad you know, posture. Like, yeah, like you can think of some guy like get, doing a knee slapper kind of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's like almost like like their their back is kind of bent and they're like boot scooting boogie. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you. If there's any proof there is no God, it's got to be dancing. <laughs> there was a God. He would, he or she would ban dancing forever. That's like the opposite of what ninety percent of <laughs> yeah. the world I thinks. Know. Oh my God, Footloose! Sorry, <laughs> I didn't realize one of someone's want to have fun. <laughs> oh, well, if that's your fun, you got a hell of a life. I'll tell oh. you. That. Tommy, I agree with you one hundred percent. But then I'm sitting here like thinking. I do know that dancing does bring joy to love. Well, Catherine loves to dance. Yeah. Catherine loves dancing. I, it's we, just my own insecurity. I can't do it. Ah, uh, we dance constantly at our house, especially with Gogo, because she always has. She's really currently into like the Jersey Shore fist pump when she's dancing. So like that's that's right, now the move. One tip off as we move forward, and I'll be very brief with this. Back in the day, uh, we were talking about. Ken, Kenny Sherman and Hawk and Animal and there were all of us. We'd go out and watching guys who are 6'4", weigh about 300 pounds and it's all muscle dance, you will never want to dance again. I'm just here to yeah. dance. Yeah, I'll want to always dance again. No, you you'd be would surprised. not want to dance you'd again. You'd be surprised in my 20s if a guy could come out and dance, especially when I was in San Antonio. Yeah. Like, next thing I know, I'm like, yep. You're coming home with me. Like, that's, I don't know why. There's something about it that's just so fun. Just the, I think, Chris, you're onto something. The lack, like, like that confidence, that, like, putting aside how probably silly they look, where you're like, yeah, that's Well, it. yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, in the 20s when I was, you know, if I'd be drinking and we'd yeah. be out, and I was, I was Mr. Dancing because really let's be honest dance dancing machine. is like the closest thing you're getting to sex at that point absolutely oh. absolutely and, and so yeah like for sure i was all about it then because there was an end game now there's not an end game right you know what i'm saying yeah right and i will say this by the way picture all the people i just mentioned and then picture in your mind watching herman munster dance because that's what it looked like <laughs> <laughs> Stamping their feet. You know, I that's, love it. Yeah, that's that's great. That is it's very true, funny. It is. They were honest to God. They were so muscle bound they couldn't move, and they were trying to dance, and it was it was hideous. I will tell you that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, it works. We, we love it in in, in chorus. Mm -hmm. No, Catherine's a really good dancer, actually. And Alex studied dance her whole life. Fawny is a big dancer. A lot of dancing in my family. But you still well, want it outlawed. I mean, yes. Get rid of well, I mean, for, just for me. Oh, okay. Everybody else can dance. Just for me. It's not my deal. <laughs> yep. I hear you. No question. So what else? Are you, what, what time do you have to be out by, Pally? I got to go now. That's what I thought. I just wanted, That's why yeah. I want to make. All I ever do is honor the rules that you put in place. 
Yeah, Tom, I have a lot of very strict rules. You're right about that. <laughs> All right, pal. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good luck dancing. Okay. Yeah, thanks, you guys. Have a good rest of your morning. Did you just say good luck dancing? Yeah, he's doing Zumba today. <laughs> yeah, also, who's the segment producer that thought it'd be a good idea to have the guy with one leg dance live Exactly, on TV? but I didn't bring it up. Jesus. You're absolutely right. right. Let's get the one-legged man to dance. Boot, scoot, and boogie. Yeah. Hey, one-armed guy, I brought this flamenco guitar. Yeah. <laughs> you play this. Sit down and strum a couple of ditties for us. You know I, what? Uh, there used to be a guy, I think he's dead now, but he had no right arm. He played the guitar with his left hand and his teeth. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Oh, you've seen the guy? Yeah, I've seen those guys. Oh, yeah, my absolutely. God. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's like, what are you, Jimi Hendrix, for Christ's yeah. sake? There was a guy that was on ESPN a few years back. He lives down in Bloomington, but he's a one-armed golfer. Mm-hmm. Destroys. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Oh, I know. So but good. does he anchor? Does he anchor? Oh, you mean like, oh, like a foursome, you mean? No, like... <laughs> no, like the news. No, no oh. like... Like, they outlawed all these things about putting the um, putter on your chin because it's an anchor point. Oh, oh yeah, you gotcha. can't do that. And so I wonder if the one-armed guy, I mean, you'd assume he has to anchor, right, on some things. Maybe he doesn't. No, I mean, he literally just takes his arm and he swings it around like a windmill. It's amazing. And then... And That's I'm, so... Imp- it's, wow. in, it's incredibly straight. And he, I mean, we were on hole seven at Highland and he was golfing behind us. And we were just getting on to hole eight. He was on seven. And it's only, whatever, 140 yards to the pin. But he must have taken his pitching wedge and just swung his arm like a windmill and came within like six feet of the pin. Dang a lang. Never Mm -hmm. mind. I was thinking at least he'd have to anchor on something. But no. Mm -hmm. Dang. Pretty good. Yeah. No doubt. Press. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Josh Arnold bringing you... Chris Eggert, who's out dancing at the fair today, so go laugh at him because he'll really suck. He'll honestly, his awkwardness is so beautiful. I mm-hmm. love that guy. How he's a great guy. He's so awkward sometimes and insecure, but also doesn't care. And it's like the, the perfect combination of an anchor. Killing no it. question about yeah. it. It's like Don Shelby brought his grandson to work day and then didn't <laughs> didn't, didn't take him home. Just Chris yep. just got stuck yes. doing the news. Exactly right. Oh uh, yeah, they've got a. I told you, I'm still mad. They need a cardboard cutout of him at the fair. Uh, they, he's got a table with his face on it and a wall with his face on it. But we need we need to get Hubbard next year to get him a cardboard cutout because we could steal it. You talking mm-hmm. about Chris or Don Shelby now? Chris <laughs> and Don Shelby. I need both. Isn't Shelby the greatest to hang out with? He's the greatest. He's just a great guy. Really nice man. No question, ladies and gentlemen. I just saw a headline, and I don't want to read the story, but wouldn't you know this just by knowing a little bit about physics? Hmm. Pointing your window blinds up keeps your place cooler. Well, how would you not know that? Pointing them up. So, like, what is that? Okay, you know how they angle down? Yeah. So you angle them up. Yeah, so the sun So is... where's the sun? If you got a medium aiming down, where's the sun? It's above there. It's going to go straight down through the window and heat up your floor like a son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if yeah. you aim it up, it just reflects back off mm-hmm. and goes... That makes sense. I mean, how, why is that even a national story? How would you not know that? I, I don't think most people would know that. Really? No, I don't but think so. But look at the so. physics of it. No, I mean, obviously it makes sense when you read it and you go, oh, I guess I never thought about that. But I I, be, I guarantee most people don't, would not know it. Well, let me see if it, they even... They might not even include that in the story. I, I don't know, but it just... It's logical. This would have been nice to know a little earlier in the summer. Well, yeah. 
again, it's like you, you knew that know. when you were a little kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A guy on TikTok is going viral after claiming you can keep your home cooler by pointing your window uh, blinds up instead of down. We're talking about the ones with horizontal slats and a little uh, rod you spin to adjust them. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Most people think they look better pointed down, but pointing them up can supposedly make a room up to eight degrees cooler. Yes. Eight degrees? I didn't see that. Because the sun doesn't get right into the room. It deflects. Any, any of the sun, it has to deflect up on the ceiling and then back down again. So, therefore, it, it loses all its power. I think we're giving a lot of credit to 8 Degrees. I think it depends on the size of the room, the size of the yeah, windows. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's, I bet you're true about that. You're right about that. Uh, it's less, uh, it lets in uh, less sunlight and also bounces those UV rays up toward the ceiling. They do bring that up in there. That's good. Or down toward the ground where they uh, would warm the room more. Um, so, yeah, I, it, it's very logical. I just That's something I thought that everybody knew. We found a few sites that uh, back it up. He says, uh, he doesn't say where he got the eight degrees part. Well, see, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the, I think he made that mm-hmm. part Yeah, up. that yes. seems aggressive. Eight yes. degree different. Uh, he claims he tested it and it did change the temperature by almost that much. Try it and see if it makes a difference. Then as we move into winter, point them down again to keep your place. Yes, you, you'll point them down in the winter because it keeps your house warmer. I never change them. Except in Minnesota where the sun's never out in the winter, so right? it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Yeah. God, it gets cloudy here in the winter. I know. I know. Every Very time in dark. the winter, I have like a one-week period where I go, should I be on antidepressants? And I go, oh, no, it's just been dark for a full week. Yeah. Oh, man, it gets dark and gets uh, the, that dead of winter thing in January and February. Oh, my God. It's rough. It is indeed. There's no question about that. Um, would you guys ever answer the reason I'm asking you this question? Because I did two weeks ago, and it was a huge mistake. of Americans still answer calls from unknown numbers. See, I usually do not ever. Never. But for some reason, I answered. There was a a phone number that appeared. I didn't recognize it, and I don't know why I answered it. And I answered it, and all the guy did was piss and moan and bitch about things the whole time. Really? Yeah. I'm like, well, never Did you know him? I know of him. Okay. Yeah. So, But it's just like, yeah, don't ever answer the phone if you don't recognize the number. No, I won't. I... There's times where I, like, look at it, um, and I'll have that question. But if it's important, they'll leave a message, and I yes, always will then listen to the message me and too. call back or whatever. But, yeah, <clears throat> it's just always, um, you know, it's always these scams. It's all yep. the time trying to, you know, these robot car calls, these, this, whatever. And then also, if they do call, you're not supposed to, uh, like, s- like, if you sometimes don't know the number two, you can just answer and listen to the nothing and see what that sounds like yeah. because a lot of times you can tell if it's like a robot call or oh, sure, a scam. Yeah. But yeah, no, I have no interest. And you don't want to cue them off that that's a working number because then they'll add it to its list of this oh, yeah. is the number that answers. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you do not want to answer calls unless you know who it is. Because if it is somebody that needs something, they'll leave a message, like Absolutely. Brittany said, and then you listen to the message. Yeah, that's, that's the fine. way to go. And I still love the fact these email messages you get on Gmail and Hotmail. Yeah. They start out in English and about halfway through turn to, like, Chinese or Russian. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, can't you make a better effort than that? There are so many scams <laughs> going on, too. You have to be careful when you're looking oh, at yeah. renting listings. Oh, Some bet. of those are fake. They'll just take a whole copy of the listing and make it themselves, and then they'll ask you to fill out a form of your information for a background check, and that's fake. Like, oh, there's so many weird things going on. I could understand that. So, yes, uh, 20% of Americans still answer calls from unknown numbers. Don't do that. That's not a good idea. Don't do it. 
because it'll, first of all, it'll just waste you. And again, if it's important, they'll leave a message, as Brittany said, and you can listen to the message. You'll yes. Be fine. You're good to go. Yes. Right? Yes. Don't answer. Just don't. I know it's tempting because sometimes if you're like, oh, this number kind of looks familiar, they have so many ways to get coded where they have the same zip or area code and things like that. Just don't answer it. Did uh, you guys happen to watch 60 Minutes over the weekend? No. What was it on? It was on scams just like <gasps> this. Oh, was it really? Oh, and really? One of the things they talked about was, and I know we've brought it up with this AI and people being able to right. mimic other people's right. voices. So there was a... There was a woman who was being interviewed about AI and about scams, and they had the reporter. And while they took like a 10, 15-minute break, the reporter and the woman being interviewed went into the other room yeah. and said, we're going to pull one over on your assistant. Watch. So they call the assistant from the, the reporter's phone number. And she's like, and says something like, hey, sorry, we had to run outside real quick. Uh, we're trying to get something set up. Um, I don't have this on my phone. Can you uh, log into my email real quick? And I don't have my, uh, I don't have my, my well-known travelers, my TSA oh, number. God. Can you grab that? And the assistant's like, yeah, no problem. And then she brings it up and then gives it to her. And then they come back and they go, by the way, this was AI's voice. This was somebody who was oh, calling God. from a number that yeah. wasn't hers. It yeah. was put through a machine, but it brings it up on your phone. The caller ID comes from her exact number. So even when you're doing an interview about yeah. being scammed, you're still likely to be scammed. Especially if, yeah, you've got people micromanaging your information. Yeah. You're a well-known, I saw that, you're a well-known anchor and you have all, you know, thousands and thousands of hours of your voice recorded. Mm -hmm. Like, that was a wild one, because she was young, too. The assistant was some 30-something-year-old, yeah. yeah. and it's like, oh, dang. I don't know. Couldn't they have prevented all this? How? Uh, by not allowing people to do the things they do, by having safeguards in place, or I, can they not do that? I just, I, yeah, I feel like they can prevent all of this, but choose not I, to, what for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Because, okay, this is a really extreme example, but, like, Technology, and this is the way I always look at it. So when we did convoys, we uh, they used to have these uh, IEDs that would explode right when they would see a truck. Like we had a sensor that had uh, the the truck would go by, and then this the IED would explode. Oh, okay. And then so we were like, okay, let's put a heat sensor on a giant rod out front so it'll explode before Don't us. Don't ever do that again. Huh. You just went a giant rod. <laughs> He's called me a big prick. Um, and so they would put that, like, you know, giant heat sensor on a, a, a big rod out in front, like mm -hmm. 30 feet in front, 20 feet in front. It would cause the ID to explode before the truck would come. So then they would pivot and do, like, a timed thing. And it was like no matter what we did, there was pivoting every time. Mm -hmm. And so I always look at that similarly. Like, like, whatever we do to protect, that's technology that they will eventually use to against us like it's just there's too many people out there that have access to too many things and it's all free yeah. knowledge online yeah. and it's like there's always pivoting there's all it, it seems as soon as you go well we've got this figured out okay well what about using this way it just seems impossible they could have prevented the, all of this and they just didn't bother how and i don't know why well, I mean, they, you can safeguard anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Telephones can be safeguarded. All that stuff can be, any digital thing can be safeguarded. But that, with that same technology to safeguard, couldn't you use it against them? Against who? Against, like, the 
like, let's say you have safeguard technology on your phone. Couldn't, like, the um, criminal then use that technology against you? Well, they would just block, be blocked out so they'd never get a hold of you. Maybe. I, is there a way that you can set it up on your phone? I don't know this, but I'm a big believer in, hey, take a little bit of initiative for yourself. If you are mm-hmm. tired of all these goddamn calls mm-hmm. coming in, is yeah. there a way you can set up your phone where you go, these are the top 15 numbers that call me all the time. Yeah. Right. Whenever right. they call, put it through. Yeah. Everybody else goes to voicemail. You can, yes. Couldn't agree okay. more. Um, so you can set your phone. You, you literally have a list of people, um, and you can have put your phone on focus mm-hmm. or um, sleep mode or sure. whatever, but only those calls will get through. Gotcha. Okay. I just set this up on my friend's phone because she uh, is a dental hygienist, yeah. and she's like, I just want my watch to only vibrate if my daughter or my mom is calling. Yeah. And so we set it up. We're now, because I always have my stuff on Do Not Disturb during the show. And the only thing that would come through is if my husband calls twice. My husband calls twice, it'll all light up because then something is so big that like oh, I sure. want. But yeah. you can set it up where if they call once or they text, you'll see all of it. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it won't come through. Good to know. See, I got seven calls yesterday because I hardly, I, I hardly ever answer my phone. Dang. There's a Zoom meeting that I was on yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sirius XM called me. They've been trying to get me to join Sirius XM for about 45 years yeah. now. Mike Bilski called me. Pat Ebert's called me. Amy Daniels called me. Walgreens called me. And my son Andy called me. So those are all the calls I got yesterday. I know every one of them. Yeah. So if you don't answer your phone constantly, they eventually will just give up. Yeah, I think so. I think they'll they'll be, you know, they can write that as like, like a, a that phone number's dead or whatever, they, mm-hmm. you know, because, but if you answer, they're going to put it as, this is an active phone number and they're going to keep using it. No, there's it. no question about that. And they that. sell it to each other mm-hmm. and sell it to whoever. No, I used to have SiriusXM a couple of years ago. That's why they keep reaching out to me whenever they have a special deal. Yeah. Doesn't Sirius all, has a, they have a lot of special deals, don't they? Yeah, I think that's their whole thing, right? It's like, yeah, we have a 50% off joining fee this week. It's like Lifetime does that too. Like, Oh yeah, today this is this deal, and this is this. There's always a new deal. Well, other than Howard Stern, does anything ever work on XM, Sirius XM? Like successfully, you're saying? Yeah, I mean, is is it successful? It must be successful. It's been around forever. Yeah, I guess it kind of. I mean, it's so nichey that yeah. you know, and, yeah, right. and, and they right. they have they have you know probably four or five different stations that will cater to whatever your musical needs are. I mean, they have one channel that's just Pearl Jam. Oh, That's really? all it is. It's, it's 24 hours of Pearl Jam, and it's bootlegs, and it's live, and it's interviews. and So if you're super into Pearl Jam, yeah, I, I totally get it. That's where you need yeah. to go. Yeah. I think Alex used to listen to the Frank Sinatra channel on Sirius. Sure. There you I go. So. Yeah, yeah I, I had Sirius for about um, six months, and I finally could repeat every joke back to Raw Dog and decided uh, yeah. i got to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing is Dreadfully. Yeah. Well, yeah, unfortunately, it is programmed by people that are not comedians. Well, there you go. Yeah. So they, they basically, but they treat comedy like they do hit songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't do it that way. No, yeah. like in nope. and out, not, not getting the whole thing, just well, getting like a weird little spot of it. Well, then they also, but then they also, if you have a, you know, say Larry the Cable Guy has a big joke. And it's, you know, online and it's going viral. Well, then they plug it in once every hour and a half yeah. on Ronda. Yeah. And you're like, yep. I've heard this, man. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. Yeah. I mean, there is something to be said to just jump on any, like, there's something there. They're just missing how to do it, the execution, because it wouldn't be a bad idea to just be able to 
you know, jump on and hear stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, like, that's why I did it. Actually, yeah. I started listening. I thought, oh, this would be great. Yeah, but was, like, terrible. yeah, there's something that they're not. You're right. Like, it has to, Rudy, they need like stand up comedians to be putting the sets together. Mm-hmm. I would agree, but yeah, I have not had Sirius XM in several years now, and I don't know, whatever. Spent a lot of money on Howard. I know that. Yeah, they do. So hopefully they made it back. I assume they did, but. Who the hell knows, right? I do think Rudy's right. It's all niche markets, but... Yeah, I think it is. I think you're absolutely right about that. We got to take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes. This is Tom Bernard for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone. 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. To say thank you, each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. As the grand prizes, we'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you, and that's not all. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary, Power Lodge, where your adventure with throttle therapy begins. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. What do you think of that action? I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years. I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank, give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. 
Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back 8.51 now. It's nine minutes till nine o'clock. Weather, uh, mostly sunny and warm today with a high of 80. A beautiful day today. Uh, tomorrow, breezy and warmer with a high of 85. Then on Friday, mostly sunny with a high of 90. On Saturday, mostly sunny and hot with a high of 94. On Sunday, 96. On Labor Day, 96. And then it drops all the way down to 91 next Tuesday. <laughs> so oh. it's going to be 80 uh, today, 85 tomorrow. And then it's 90, 94, 96, 96, 91. Little toasty. Going to the fair tomorrow. All right, no, why tomorrow? Oh, wait a minute, I got to tell you, mostly hmm. sunny and 62 right now. Anyway, so you're going to the fair tomorrow. Going to the fair tomorrow, 85. <clears throat> I think it's doable, right? I'm going after the show, bringing my friend <clears throat> Eric. We go every year. We didn't go last year because the baby was born. I got a lot of grief for that. Um, but me and Eric uh, make our rounds. Um, he has his, like, favorite places he wants to go. 85 and hopefully... It was not going to be too busy on Thursday. What do you think? No, it's been, they're setting <laughs> records this year, apparently. Yeah, I just look at the attendance. Yeah, I was out there on, oh, what night was that? Monday night? I ran out there real quick Monday night just to pick up my daughter. I only spent about a half hour. It was 5.15, I think, when I arrived. You got out of your car? Yeah, well, I went to Hubbard, got on the shuttle. Okay. And then went well, into the fair. Uh, uh, the reason why I went is because Indeed Brewing puts out a specific fair beer every year. Uh, and I haven't had it in the last two or three years because yes. I haven't gone. So I thought I'll try it. Uh, they put out what is called Beer Masu. Delicious. Was it really good? Really good. So yeah, I walked around for like a half hour. Not as insanely busy as I thought it was going to really? be. Still a lot of people, but not like it, it seems like when you get there at that two o'clock in the afternoon, oh, yeah. high yep. sun, it is brutal. No doubt about it. Well, I'll tell you what, when we were out there on Saturday, it was packed. When we left, it was insane. You couldn't even move. Yeah. It was just packed. Yeah, that was insane. Uh, and we didn't even beat a record on Saturday. No. We we're right. still 10,000 short of yep. a record from 2018. Um, the only day that's hit a record is Friday, it was 164,000. Um, but yeah, these last couple days, they've come close. Uh, Monday was 134, and the record was still 10,000 away. But, yeah, I'm hoping it's a chill day. So we we had two, 212 on Saturday, 212,000. Yeah. yeah. So is Saturday always the biggest biggest number? I think so. Be- Probably. Yeah, that would make sense because people have to work, and then they um, they all – the one that always is the biggest is the Saturday before the end of the fair. So it's this Saturday. Yeah, this coming Saturday has a record on 2018, 270,000 people. Holy God. So almost 270, and then it's 520 or 426, so almost, yeah, 270,000 people. So basically there. about 60,000 more than were there last Saturday. Yeah. And you couldn't move. Correct. There are going to be 60,000 more people? <sighs> Woo! Zooey mama. Who's on Saturday on the main uh, the, the grand, grandstand? Hmm, I don't know. I have no idea. I know Duran Duran's tomorrow night, right? Mm-hmm. Mo definitely haven't heard back from them yet. Nope. Well, so that ain't gonna happen. On so there you go. S- next Saturday. Do, 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 do. Um. Oh. Well. Don't you mean this Saturday? This Saturday. Mm-hmm. On Fridays, Jonas Brothers, and Saturday it's the Hold Steady. 
with special guest Bob Mould Band. Oh, Bob Mould, yeah. Uh, Minneapolis And Dillinger 4. Yeah, this is all, I was like, oh, these aren't as big names as I thought. Well, yeah, because that's, that's every year the current gets a, uh, you know, one night at the fair, and they always yeah. bring in some <laughs> niche Which kitsch. is, I'm sure, yeah, great. I was just expecting a really big name because this, um, you just see all these, like, Duran Duran is Thursday, Saturday, you know, Saturday, Friday's Jonas Brothers. It just threw me off a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that'll happen. When are they going to change the name of that radio station, or did they already? The current? Yeah. What do you want them to change it to? Well, they just need to change it because they had a British announcer that worked there. And try saying the word current in a British accent. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, what was that guy's name? Mark? Uh, yeah, I think it was Mark. Mark. Mark yeah, somebody. Mark something. He used to always do the, more. he's at the motive. It was that guy, right? Wasn't that him? I believe so. Yeah. I, I sold him right. and his wife's shoes many times, and I cannot remember his name. I don't want you to say it loudly, but say the word current in your head with a British accent. It ain't going to work. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. It's the current. Um, the current. <clears throat> you're getting close. I'm, I'm adding a little bit of an R in there. Every, yes, you are. Because when current. I used to hear him say it on the air, yeah. there was no, no R. R. Yeah. I'll tell you that flat out. <laughs> Don't pretend you know what you're doing over there, Pittman. Mm-hmm. It is like getting into that computer is pretty much you have to be an expert. Look at him sitting uh, over there. I know what I'm doing. I got it. I have the password written down, but it, they Hubbard was like, listen, we're really concerned about the safety of this computer for no reason. There's nothing on there. Yeah, way yeah. to go, Kevin. They put the most elaborate password on that computer. Yeah, I, I get, like, let's make sure everything's secure, but the you have to go through a lot of hoops to get even into yeah. the studio. And Christ, then, even NASA's like, okay, we get it. Yeah, and then, like, there's not anything even, on this computer that's, like, there's no state secrets that are going to, like, even, you're not hacking into Hubbard from this laptop. You know NASA sometimes, their password's NASA1, NASA2. Yeah, password. This is yep. not that computer. I. It's funny because Officer Dave has to do it, too, and you would have, He'll all start sweating, and I'm like, it's okay, you got this. Like, you can sign on to this computer. Yeah, you know, they call it hunt and peck. With him, it's hunt and stomp. Yeah, it's just... And he goes, I'm not so great with computers. I was like, here's the password. You just have to put it in, and you just see him start sweating profusely. Mm -hmm. Well, especially in today's era where, like, your face or your finger will log you into any device that you own and now have to go back and, like, type in this archaic password. But, yeah, yeah, we made it. We're here. Did you call your mother and tell her yet that you're going to be a big shot for like three days? Oh my gosh, I've been tell I've not been telling everybody, but like after we got off the phone, I was like, guys, I don't want to say that this is like a I'll remember you when I'm famous moment, but <laughs> you guys like I have my own dressing room now, like yeah, yeah so you're we're, a big deal. Yep. So you know who the other uh, the host is because you're 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 on Friday, Tuesday, Wednesday, correct? Right. You know who's on Thursday and Friday next week? Who? Don Shelby. Okay. So you and Shelby, shoulder to shoulder. So, uh, Shelby. Big shot. We rode after the state fair. We rode back from, like, on the shuttle together. The shuttle, yeah. him, so we had yep. a nice little conversation. Yep. And I didn't realize, like, he's been through a lot since he's retired. Oh, and, like, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, I couldn't. Oh, yeah. I was like, he's like, telling me all this stuff. I'm like, I would have had no idea that you went through any of this. So I was like, we so, yeah. almost lost him at one point. Yeah, that's what he was saying. I was like, it's this true. is. He had aphasia where you can't, you can know what you're saying, but you can't say it, which mm-hmm. is like devastating right. for somebody like Don Shelby. And he could say things that he had memorized, but not create new sentences. So as long as it was, he could, it was crazy. Yeah. So if I had aphasia, I couldn't look at you and go, shut your cake hole. 
No, but I couldn't I, do that. You could memorize it and then say oh, that. Yeah, yeah by memorizing. Yeah, like any it. of those, like uh, you could say uh, you could do some damage. You're not going to walk away from. Shut it's, up, both of you. Get away from me. There you go. We can say that. <laughs> you could say that. We could say that. That'd be good. But yes, Tevin Pittman, big shot, hosting the uh, show on uh, on Friday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yep. Yep. And then Shelby on Thursday, Friday. What a lineup! I'm excited yeah. to see what you're going to be bringing to the show. I've I've already been practicing in the mirror. We've got some. Yeah, we're coming into what, this professional. Yep. What are we looking at for segment wise? Like, what should we? I don't want to give away everything that we're going to be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah, that. Yeah. It'll it'll be fun. Hopefully, we don't lose all the listeners on those three days and. Shelby will at least get them back for you. So we just need to. Well, that's why we put them where we put. I think them. we're gonna call the show bigger and blacker, like the Chris Rock. Bigger and blacker, like <laughs> his like comedy Chris special. Rock, I hate to break day. it to you. Is that a trademark? <laughs> Can we not say that? Probably not. <laughs> like, we're, we're working on. We're trying to get my name on one of those billboards of you. We're just gonna, gonna put my picture up over it. Yeah, those disappeared oh, about six months ago. But yeah, other than that, yeah, right. I'm not Ken Lindell or whatever the hell that oh, guy's well, name is. Jeez, with his arms stretched across every bus stop and. Yep. You know, that's what I love about it, because people tell me, oh, you know, those billboards they got for you, they're very, very expensive. I said, bullshit. That guy's on 500 of them, and he ain't got the Hubbard money. Yeah, when there's, like, yeah, when there's like some like middle-class guy out there who's like, I'm yeah. looking for a wife. Like, <laughs> they can't be that expensive, okay? Okay. Yeah, that whole scam. But you do know how insane you sound, right? Like, my billboards weren't up long enough. Like, we're getting... That's not what I said. Well, no, but it definitely it gets to a point where, like, because... As a kid, I remember thinking, like, oh, you had to have, like, it's probably yeah. a million dollars to oh, have I know. a billboard. Yeah. It's, like, I know. Okay, it's not that. They're not as effective. <laughs> and you know the worst part of that? Honest to God, Fawny and Sagey and I are sitting, this is back in, like, April. Yeah. Sitting there watching television and all the rest of it. And Fawn goes, Bop, Pop, we saw some of your billboards today. I think I like my other aunties better because Dan's aunt was on a bunch of billboards, oh. and she's on TV spots. So it's like, you're okay, Bop Bop, right. but she's got the answer. That's when me. you realize, like, they don't have a sense of reality <laughs> oh, no. at all. Kids no. will humble you very quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah it's okay, but it wasn't my aunt. You know, it's one of those deals. But in any case, so are things good? Yeah, everything's great. I'm very excited. We got football season about to be coming Going up. Going to the game under. with Bilski, as a matter of fact. The opener, Catherine. Oh, so I get the call from Bilski yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you available on Sunday uh, to go to the uh, you know the opener, the Vikings opener? Uh, what is that on the tenth? Uh, oh my 10th? god, that's so yeah. cool that he has you there and they're going to no, that. I'm to going this. to the game as well. But here's the problem. That. Here's the problem. Huh? I said okay. So basically. Uh, can you go to the game on the 10th? We're going to do this, we're going to do that. I said, okay, but i, I got to ask you the question. I'm assuming that, that Catherine's invited. He goes, well, yeah, she is, but you're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just see yeah, they invite yeah, thanks, Catherine. Mike. That's their way of inviting you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. that's the way they'll know they'll, they'll, she'll show up. But, yeah, that'll be fun. I've Bil- Bilski's had me in his uh, Bilski's s- phenomenal. suite twice. <laughs> I had a blast. I don't like the words Bilski and Sweet put together. He is a sweet oh, guy. Oh, such a sweet man. <laughs> and he always goes, like, did you get any of those cookies? There's like 4,000 cookies. <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. like, I have like five in my purse, little does he know. I'm like, it. yeah, I think I saw them. Josh Arnold had that going in the twin suite last night. Oh, but hell. And you I was going to say, I saw anything. you were at the game. How was, did they win? I didn't see oh, the final. Oh, don't Don't talk to me ever again. You know what? Again. You're supposed to host and you don't even have... <laughs> Come in with those hot questions. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we go to the professional 
Judd Zolgad, who knows if the Twins won or not. The professional might be stretching it, Tom Bernard, but they did not win. They did not win because they're intent on driving you in particular absolutely crazy. You're right. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.